Welcome to Natural Kids Health Podcast, hosted by board-certified health practitioner Fraser Bridgman. Fraser shares how she went from world judo and jiu-jitsu champion to dedicating her life to helping her daughter, Michaela, who was struggling with life-threatening health issues. After helping her daughter get her health back, she has become a world-renowned health coach. Fraser now shares how you can help your own family achieve the health and wellness goals they deserve. Now here's Fraser. Hi, welcome to Natural Kids Health. Today, I'm your host, Fraser, Certified Integrative Health Practitioner. Today, we're going to talk briefly about gut health. So gut health has gotten a lot of attention recently with scientists in the medical world recognizing the strong correlation of intestinal health and how it is correlated, so poor gut health, and how it affects the brain health or mental health and a variety of symptoms to do with brain health. So a lot of times you'll hear recently the term leaky gut has become a common term for a variety of symptoms, basically meaning that the junction between the cells of the walls and the intestines have become less tight. So it allows particles to escape when they were not meant to escape within the intestines. When this happens, toxins that were meant to pass through the intestines through stool and get excreted as waste in a person's stool is goes back into your bloodstream. So it leaks through the gut walls and these toxins can lead back into the bloodstream causing a lot of problems in a person's health. So leaky gut is very common in autism and people who suffer from anxiety and many, many other conditions and health problems. It propels inflammation within the body and Almost 80% of disease of the body can be attributed to increase in inflammation. So inflammation being the root or a major contributing factor to many, many, many different diseases and conditions and symptoms of poor health. In recent years of research, there's been a huge discovery of this complex world that lives within the intestines. Billions and trillions of gut bacteria constantly fight between good and bad bacteria and yeast as to who will dominate the space within the walls of the intestines. This complex gut microbiome plays a pivotal role in digestion and often is a key component to why someone begins suffering from symptoms of poor digestion like bloating, gas, heartburn, If this is left untreated, the problem goes beyond digestive discomfort. As the leaky gut gets worse, it causes increased inflammation, like I mentioned, which actually slows the production of neurotransmitters in the brain and can have a significant impact on brain function, leading to problems such as depression, anxiety, insomnia, fatigue, brain fog, memory problems, and even neurodegenerative diseases. The gut is responsible and influences motility secretion, nutrient delivery, and microbial balance, all of which through the gut-brain axis influence neurotransmitters and, of course, like I said, contributes to stress, anxiety, mood, and behavior. So having said all of this, it is crucial to heal the gut as part of an overall rebalancing of the body to improve most people's quality of health and vitality in life. So where does one begin? The easy starters that anybody can do or start or begin at home is to first reduce sugar intake. So sugar is a known 
food that yeast and bad bacteria love to eat and thrive on. So if you can cut back on your simple sugars, then you starve the yeast and bad bacteria and they begin to die off. If you continue to feed them an overabundance of these simple sugars, they will thrive and overpopulate the intestines, creating a worsening of the leaky gut. And then a worsening of the inflammation and a worsening of the symptoms. And you can see how the cycle and the circle continues. Number two, reduce stress. Stress is a strong correlator of weakening of the GI tract and causing leaky gut. And stress comes in all shapes and sizes we've talked about. So in children's health, stress can be school health, home health, but it can also be stress that's on the body itself. So poor sleep, not getting enough exercise, malnutrition, poor diet, many, many things contribute to stress in a child's health. So reducing these stress loads, making sure the child is getting adequate sleep, reducing the toxins that they come in contact with on a daily basis can reduce the stress, the physical stress on the body so that the detoxification system of the body doesn't have to work quite so hard. And of course, mental stress, emotional stress, all of these things contribute to whether a child or a person has a healthy GI tract and whether or not down the road they will get symptoms of leaky gut. Avoid taking unnecessary antibiotics or other pharmaceuticals that are harmful to the beneficial flora in the guts. So, you know, there's lots of information out there about how antibiotics kill beneficial bacteria, and that's why probiotics recently have gotten so much conversation about how they can help repopulate the gut because, you know, over the last 10, 20 years, antibiotics have been prescribed more and more and more and more for things maybe not necessary. And antibiotics, of course, play a very important role in different infections, but they are being prescribed more often than probably necessary and therefore contributing greatly to the rise of leaky gut that we see in today's world. Number five is exercising regularly and maintaining a healthy weight. So children and adults who exercise regularly and maintain an ideal body weight have a lower chance of leaky gut. Now, that is not to say someone who is healthy and exercises will never get leaky gut, but definitely science says that it's a higher likelihood if you are overweight and you don't exercise. So just like a muscle stays healthy and strong, well, your internal er, internal organs, like your heart and your GI system, they also have very beneficial aspects to regular exercise. So they stay healthy. So the more exercise you do and maintaining a healthy weight, it contributes to a healthy all over human system. Number six, get adequate sleep. So I briefly mentioned on this when I talk about reducing stress, but it is worth its own section. Getting adequate sleep. Studies show that irregular sleep patterns are negatively, directly negatively impacts gut health. So aiming for at least seven hours a night at the same time of day every day can greatly improve your gut health and help you to keep a healthy gut microbiome. If you are getting disrupted sleep, poor quality of sleep, then you will be more at risk for leaky gut syndrome. 
Number seven, change out your cleaning products. Again, mentioned it briefly with being a stressor on the body. Toxic chemicals that we use in our homes do in fact create stress on our bodies because they have to work very hard to detox our systems every day. And this can go from cleaning products to shampoos to lotions and all the potions we like to have our homes and our clothes smelling good like fragrances. I did a podcast on this. I would really advise you to check it out about keeping the toxins out of your home. Check that out if you have any questions. I would love to chat with you about it. Research has shown that homes with infants that live in homes that use disinfecting cleaners specifically with harsh chemicals like beach and ammonias are much more likely to have bad bacteria overpopulate the good bacteria in the guts and increase the likelihood of acquiring very specifically type 2 diabetes and obesity. I just thought that was fascinating. So just by taking out those toxic chemicals, you are doing a world of good for your child and for your own health, allow, making sure that the good bacteria remains the good bacteria and not allowing bad bacteria to overgrow in the guts. This is just a fascinating fact to me. Number eight, avoid smoking. So of course, this is a children's podcast and I would hope and assume that children are not smoking. But as we all know, secondhand smoke is a very, very poor indicator of health. So it can really inhibit a child's overall health and well-being. So making sure that children are not around secondhand smoke and of course, even thirdhand smoke, meaning it is in a person's clothing and then the child is around and hugging that person on the clothes. Smoking and all of the carcinogens within that smoke is a strong and well-known contributor to poor gut health. So it is known specifically to be harmful to gut health. So please be mindful of this. Number nine is eating a diet rich in a variety of vegetables. Vegetables have high levels of prebiotic flora that help keep the gut healthy. So if you want a healthy gut, you need to be eating a large variety of vegetables and making sure that your children are also getting a a wide variety of vegetables. Very recently, you hear, how do I know what vegetables to eat? Well, they talk about the rainbow. So the more lots of color, the more color, the better. Green vegetables, yellow, red, purple, Having a big variety of color means you're getting a variety of the healthy pre-flora that will make your intestines very happy. So what can you do from an integrative health perspective other than, of course, these nine things that I've mentioned? If you already feel like, well, that maybe you or your child is suffering from leaky gut, I definitely would advise first off to run an uh, organic acid test to check for yeast and bacteria markers. So if you have an overgrowth of yeast or bacteria, it's got to be treated with a proper protocol to be able to properly heal and seal your intestines so that the toxins are not leaking out and causing inflammation within your body. This is a very important thing to do if you have any symptoms of leaky gut or the symptoms of any of these disorders that we've mentioned here today. So studies have shown that natural protocols can be put in place to rebalance and repopulate the gut and heal leaky gut from happening. So if you think you or your child, again, running the 
organic acid test or an integrative health practitioner is highly recommended. Next, if you feel like you have really hard problems, really difficult problems with digestion, I would definitely suggest running a stool analysis, checking for parasites and other problematic gut bugs with, again, an integrative health practitioner or naturopath. 14% of the U.S. population have actually and will have at some point a parasite in their life. That means that parasites are basically harming over 3 million people currently right now in the U.S. And they can be killed with proper protocols, natural protocols put in place to kill them. But if you don't know that they're there, then you wouldn't know to treat them. So doing a full stool analysis is highly recommended. Some of the protocols that are put in place are candida bacterial overgrowth protocols, biocidin, healthy belly. I will link these up for you. But again, a test, don't guess. Going back to the complete gut bacteria and parasite, it just gives you so much information. I call it the scoop on poop for your child's health and for your own if you have these same GI problems. Very common, again, in autism, ranging from unexplained pain to chronic constipation. If your child with autism suffers from any GI discomfort, running a stool test is highly recommended and to make sure that they do not suffer from H. pylori, etc., can be so helpful in getting to the fastest and quickest rebalancing of the gut so that they don't suffer from these problems unnecessarily. So, you know, certain yeast and certain bacteria have more specific ways and protocols. So knowing exactly through running tests and at-home lab testing can give you the information to help you or your child get better faster. So of course, this is not always possible, but starting with the steps one to nine, like I said, but definitely ideally if you're past the point of, you know, a slight discomfort, working with someone and working your way through these protocols is what you really, really need to do because it's no longer just a gut health problem as we see and spoke about, about it crossing the the blood brain barrier and having this brain gut access involved. Anybody with the overwhelm, emotions, mental health really should also look into this idea of leaky gut and poor intestinal permeability. Okay, we're going to leave it there for today. We're going to go into a lot more detail specifically about gut health and things that we can do in the near, near future. I would love to hear from you. Please let me know what you think. Have a great day and here, talk to you soon. We'd love for you to continue listening on your journey to developing happy, healthy kids. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Need one-on-one guidance for your family? Schedule a free consultation with Fraser at FraserBridgman.com and we'll be thrilled to work with you. Again, that's FraserBridgman.com. Thanks for listening to Natural Kids Health with Fraser Bridgman.